Hello, everyone. This is John Asplund, Superintendent of District 205. Thank you for tuning into the Galesburg 205 podcast. Each month, we'll be talking to many different people within the school district. And this week, as every other month after the board meetings, I'm happy to welcome in President Rod Sherpy of the Board of Education. Welcome, Rod. Welcome. How are you doing today? I am doing fantastic on this cold February afternoon. Yep. So we had a, another longer meeting. Um, in uh, February. One of these days, they're going to get shorter. Our meeting adjourned at 1028. Uh, so it was a longer one, but we had a lot of things to cover. And um, in the spring, it's it's kind of a typical thing anyway. So right. uh, we started out just like we always do, where we have, uh, you know, the roll call, call to order, all those things. And then uh, we had audience to visitors. So we had some visitors come in. You want to give a little summary of what the discussions were there? Yeah, I believe we had maybe about a half a dozen uh, visitors. Seven. 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 That's, okay, good guess. Um, most of them talked about uh, not wanting uh, students to wear masks in school. Yeah. Um, they're pretty uh, vehement about that, right. um, which as of now is a moot point. Right, yeah. For people out there that uh, maybe haven't heard, uh, the, the law changed, and we said all along when the law changed, we changed. And so for a week now, we've been mask optional or mask recommended. Uh, it seems to be going very well. Yep. Let's see. Uh, we also had a gentleman come and talk to us. He he believed that we were overly dependent on Chromebook usage. Yeah. So he expressed his concerns about that. And you know, we do use Chromebooks throughout the district. And uh, and it's something that we you know we definitely need to keep an eye on. We don't want to you know have kids spending too much screen time. Absolutely. Um, I think we particularly during the remote learning we learned a lot about that. Yeah, that was, uh, you know, the, the, the computers were a, a necessary evil or a necessary tool, depending on who you ask right. uh, during during remote learning. But yeah, the, there are definitely some opportunities we could be pursuing to try to figure out ways to yep. uh, lessen our dependence on technology from time to time, for sure. And again, the, the Chromebooks are, are a tool. It yep. uh, depends on, you know, how we utilize them. Yep. We got to be uh, vigilant that we're, uh, you know, util utilize them in an appropriate manner. Um, let's see. Uh, he also talked about uh, fifth and sixth grade scheduling. Yeah. Um, a little concerned about maybe we're, you know, packing too much in for the kids. Um, I know we have, you know, every year committee meetings, you know, discussing scheduling, and we want to make sure that, you know, we're doing things that are absolutely the best. And if it's not working, we will look at it and, and fix it. Right. Yep. Right. Yep. No, that's, that's very well put. And then we also had the first gentleman that spoke. Uh, was the person who also put in a bid for uh, Nielsen, which yep. uh, we'll just talk about that now. And then when it comes up later in the agenda, we'll just bring it up uh, as, a, as a, a passing notion. But uh, there's a long discussion about purchasing Nielsen for a dollar and the board ultimately decided against it in a close vote. Uh, do you want to kind of explain uh, how that went out, how that came about and, and why there were some that were in favor and some that were not in favor and everybody was kind of in the middle. Yeah, it was, it was about, a, it was a split vote, I believe it was yeah. four to three. Yep. So it was pretty close. Um, then initially the, you know, the bid comes in as a, a bid for a dollar and it's like, Oh, okay. <laughs> that's, that's not a whole lot. Um, so it was later that the gentleman came in and explained, you know, what his intentions were for the property. Yeah. Um, and he explained what he'd like to do and he, he gave us, you know, at, at the board meeting, he gave us a detailed list of what he anticipated the costs were um, as far as improving the property and what he, you know, what he anticipated utilizing the property for. And he wanted to, you know, basically make repairs to the building and then become a landlord to um, the Head Start program. 
um, which certainly, you know, that'd be a better facility um, for Head Start. They have kind of a small facility now and uh, for the also become a, a landlord for the ROE. Um, right. They, they have a, um, a education program there as well for an alternative school. For, right. And the ROE can't legally own buildings, so they, they always have to rent. Right. So, and, you know, that, that's where he said that he wanted to, to do with the property. Um, you know, that we, we didn't hear anything from the ROE. Right. Or from Head Start saying that that's, that's what they wanted. Right. Um, and again, all that information was presented to us, you know, at the, you know, the last hour before, you know, before the board meeting. So if there's anybody um, listening out there, the, the board did ultimately decide not to approve it. So if you're interested in Nielsen, we oh, will absolutely. have a bid opening on March 14th, the day of the next board meeting. Yeah. Uh, so we're hoping that we'll get some more uh, bidders that right. uh, would like to come and, and, and consider purchasing the building. And it, it's a nice nice building you know it it's, is. Uh, it's a big building with a lot of property uh, how many square feet is like 30 41,000 41,000 mm -hmm. square feet and you know maybe about 12 acres 12 acres mm -hmm. of land so right there on a you know a major you know piece of roadway uh, right. relatively close to the interstate well it backs up to it actually because right. it goes it's such a big yard it goes back to the interstate right. so as a board i believe that you know, you know the property definitely has value and we'd like to see you know become a positive contribution to our community. And I'm sure it will. Um, when it all plays out, I'm sure we'll look back and, and, and be happy with how it turned out. Yep, absolutely. So we had three presentations. We had uh, the monthly uh, presentation from a building and this built this month, uh, the building was Lombard. And so they gave a presentation on how they were approaching the board goals. Yep. Um, we had principal uh, Becky Hutton. Uh, we had one of the teachers, Barb Baker. Uh, she does the STEM program, the science, technology, Engineering and engineering math. Engineering and math. Mm -hmm. um, another teacher, uh, Daniel Cano. Mm -hmm. uh, she's our family engagement specialist now. Right. And uh, math teacher, uh, uh, Kristen O'Kane. Yep. And uh, they, they, they talk to us about the, you know, what they're doing with math and, uh, you know, you know how, how they're working to improve the, the board goals in, in math and engaging with their students. Again, it's not just the math teachers. It's a uh, it's a school-wide approach to, to get, you know, achieve those goals. Well, and they really showed a lot of uh, gains in math there in the, since the, the fall to the winter. So it'll be really great to see uh, how much more growth they make come springtime when we have those uh, assessments again. So I was really encouraged by what they presented. Yep. Uh, and then we had uh, Luann Statham and uh, Randy Grojesk uh, presented on the STEP program. Yep. Um, and uh, that's, uh, you know, Luann Statham's the assistant special ed uh, director mm -hmm. and the step program is basically the, the program that they have at the high school to uh, give special ed students the opera the, the step to engagement into the community yep and they're doing that um through the the coffee shop yeah. the new coffee shop and i guess yeah when i say new coffee shop i wasn't aware i guess we've always had a coffee shop yeah, there yeah about but, 10 years right. and so now it's just got a better location and, and before the students went you know around to the teachers with a, a Keurig yep. and, uh, you know, selling coffee to, to the teachers. But now it's, a, you know, it's quite the setup. If anybody hasn't seen it, it's definitely worth, you know, taking a moment, stopping by the high school and get, getting a, a cup of coffee from some, uh, some really neat kids. It is a major upgrade in location. So they went from a cart with a Keurig on top of it to about, whoa, I, I don't 
stepping it off, what do you figure it is? Probably about oh, I don't know, four hundred square feet. Yeah, uh, that they get there in the in the front, very front hallway of the high school, um, and they're doing a lot of work there. I mean, they're really getting a lot of customers. And yep. I've heard nothing but very positive things. Yeah, and, it's great. You know, I, I can't remember who mentioned it during the presentation, but. Um, apparently, uh, other students in the school were a little jealous that they didn't get to, <laughs> to, uh, you know, be involved in this, you know, this activity. Right. Because, uh, it's it, like working it at Starbucks. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. So, yeah, it's really, it was great. And it was a great presentation. And yeah. then finally we had a, a very unique opportunity in March here, uh, which Mindy Ritchie and her team uh, presented on, which is called choose to thrive in 205. Yep. And that's a, a wellness program that she's put together for, uh, our staff. You know, we're not just interested in making sure, you know, our students are doing well. You know, it's, this is a holistic team approach. You know, we want to make sure everybody's doing well, you know, physically, emotionally. And, uh, you know, and this is a, a training opportunity for, um, for them to, to learn some new things. Yeah. And you know, it's optional and, and they get paid if they come. Yeah. And it's on yeah, Saturday. That, 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 I think that's a huge plus that, right. you know, we were able to get some grant money to, uh, to provide some uh, reimbursement to the, staff for showing up to, to this training it's so it's a win-win the staff you know they, they learn something and you know that that benefits the district and they also get you know compensated for their time so yeah i'm really looking forward to attending that in march that's going to be a great uh, uh beginning I, i'm sure that they'll they'll probably try to run it on a a, a semi-regular basis so it'll be great to i would just assume this is inaugural event and there'll be more to come uh so then after that we had the you know we talked about in every month the uh just the, the regular pro forma called the consent agenda. We went yeah, through that's that. The, that's the boring stuff. And then we went on to uh, a pretty, you know, the student council report first. I guess we should talk about that. The student council gave another great report. I, I'm always impressed with that young lady. She's uh, doing an outstanding job. Uh, this time she basically told us about the success of two of their programs. One was the blood drive. Yeah. Um, that's an ongoing um, blood drive program that, that um, you know, the, that benefits the community. There's definitely a shortage of blood and uh, it also helps benefit a scholarship program. Right. So if uh, people want to donate blood, they can participate in that. And it also helps their students by, uh, you know, giving them some funds to, uh, for the scholarship. And she also talked about the, the swirl week and the spirit week. And again, that was, that was a huge success. But unfortunately I didn't go in to see it. I drove by the high school, <laughs> uh, looked like they were having a great time. I saw the lights outside and the decorations and the big windows and, uh, it looked pretty neat. Yeah. I went in before I was not there during, I went in before and it really, the decorations were fantastic. It really looked good. I, I didn't have anything to wear. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, uh, I, I heard nothing but good things about how how much fun the kids had. So that's wonderful. Yeah. Uh, then uh, Ms. Uh, Dr. Springer, excuse me, uh, got up and gave a, a long uh, curriculum report, but it was it needed to be long. So yeah. we had the scheduling uh, information, building start time discussion, high school credit recommendation, and the Latin honor system discussion. So just feel free to jump in wherever wow. you want. Wow, that was, a, again, it was a, 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 that's a lot of information. There's a lot to take show. in. And if people are curious about that, it, it, there is on the, the website documents yep. and uh, the, the presentation that's, I believe it's in her report. It's a hyperlink. So you have to click on that and it'll take you to the presentation. So, uh, you know, if you are interested, that's, I would encourage you to look at that. Um, let's see. Uh, scheduling. Well, th th this is, this is all part of the trend, the GHS, GHS transition from four block 
to a, a seven period schedule. Mm-hmm. So that's that's not a, a minor uh, endeavor. No, um, you know, means that we have to change all of our, our course schedules and the amount of time and, you know, make sure everybody gets where they need to be at the right times. So. Yeah. And there was a tremendous amount of work with the staff um, and, and administration and uh, whoever else among those committees helped right. uh, to get, uh, you know, moving from a four block schedule to a seven period a day, you have to have different courses. You can't just say, okay, well, English one meets on Tuesdays now and it's every day instead of, you know, and all year long, right. there's a lot that goes into that because it's a lot of different minutes, how it gets apportioned, uh, which then feeds into credits because now we have to have a different number of credits. Right. So, so, so yeah, so this is going to be a tiered system every year, depending on when you enter the high school program, it's going to determine how many credits you need to, to graduate again. And that's all part of the transition from four block to uh, the seven period. Um, I, I was really excited in the course catalog. They were able to add some uh, more honors class opportunities. Yeah, that so was exciting. That, that's all part of it. Um, let's see. Um, well, and then the elementaries are going to look at different schedules for next year, too. Right, right. We're, again, you know, as far as building start times, mm-hmm. um, it, starting next year, everybody is going to have an eight-hour day. Right. So uh, in the past, all the schools have had different lengths of days right now the um, school day for students will be somewhere around seven hours and 15 minutes but the the staff will be there for eight hours yes sir and uh well one of the the items that was brought up for our consideration is there's a uh, been a lot of research done on student development and you know the way their brains grow and apparently it's better for younger students to start earlier in the morning because they wake up early and they're full of energy and that's the great that's the 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 peak (laughs) time for them to be learning right however as kids get older and uh, they get to the high school age they like to sleep in yep and uh, that's all it's all perfectly natural it's been going on for years but that's you know that's when their brains are growing and they need that extra time sleeping as opposed to uh, you know getting up early and if we the Academic success can be linked to when we're asking them to do things. So, so yeah, that and none of these have been voted on yet, but we're looking at right uh, at the soonest voting on them in March and maybe April. Um, and then, what is the Latin honor system? Okay, well, that's that's changing to and um, instead of just having a top ten, um, that's the way it was when it's know, been the way it's been here a long time for a long time. Um, you know, regardless of the number of students in your class, right. it's always the top 10. And it's my understanding that colleges don't necessarily look at that so much anymore. Not they're, so much. No, they've moved away from that. Right. They're more concerned about, you know, what, what you actually know. Right. As opposed to whether or not you're number one in the class or number 10 or, or even if you're number 11. Right. You know. Uh, well, and it's so randomized by year. You might have one year where you have a, a lot of kids that are right. exceedingly, you know, motivated, and you have another year where maybe not as much. And if you just happen to be in the second class, you can be a lot higher up than if you're in the first class, even though if you did the exact same amount of work, quality of work, everything. Right. So the Latin honor system is the what you're familiar with in college: magna cum laude, cum laude, summa cum laude. And, and this is based upon grade point average, right. as opposed to class rank. And right. Right. So a lot more students could get honored at right. graduation. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. People let, let them be recognized for the work that they have achieved. Right. You know, as opposed to being, you know, 
an outstanding student, but you're number 11 in the class. Right. There's no honor for you. <laughs> yeah. Now you could be summa cum laude just like the others or maybe magna or whatever, right. but it would reflect your work. Yep. Um, and I, I think that could be a really beneficial change. Uh, okay. And I don't want to give everything short shrift here, but we're always pretty con cognizant of trying to keep it under 20 minutes. So we have four minutes left. Okay. So we have, and I, I want to make sure we hit the, the high notes on this. Um, we did have a number of bids that the board considered uh, and ultimately approved. You want to just go over the high points of what those were? Well, um, you know, it was like, as far as the the increase on the like the chiller pipe. Oh yeah, so had, is that what we're getting to? Sure, we had the chiller pipe where okay. all of a sudden we uh, it was told that it was going to be one material, and then we found out that they wouldn't warranty it, so we had to add forty one thousand dollars to the price because we had to use a different material so that we could actually have a warrantied chiller, which cost millions of dollars. So mm -hmm. the warranty is kind of important. Yeah, and again, it's something that's like, well, we really didn't have a choice. Right? <laughs> You know, I, I hate spending an extra $42,000, but, you know, you know, there is no option there. But then, like, this um, summer, we would be doing parking lots. Oh, yes. Oh, all the other bits. Yeah, the, we had a whole bunch of different little things that we're going to be improving over the summer. And that's one of the, the, the things that we've been, oh, yeah. The bids came in and we approved them. Yeah. But it's, you know, the parking lot improvements, um, some landscaping, yeah. um, uh, uh, AstroTurf at the no oh, no not astroturf the, the track well turf at the that was part of the discussion for building grounds turf is going to be at the bright futures building right yeah but then yeah so the new track yep yeah the, the, again people if they don't if they're not on the track yeah then you drive by you might think it's just fine but right it's not unfortunately that it, it's it hasn't worn real well and yeah. yeah, when they put it down, they put down a really thin track that, right. was, that was really fraying and it was going to become a danger. Right. And we're assured that this one's going to be uh, this one will last a very more heavy time. duty and last, you know, last more time. than eight years. Absolutely. Uh, also, new windows at the high school that will match yep. the ones we put in. Yep, some more windows. Um, some other things like at steel where we're putting in some windows in the music room and, and some cabinetry in some of the rooms where we hadn't put new cabinetry in. Again, it's it's a whole list of... <laughs> One of these days we're going to be done. <laughs> yeah. One of these days we're going to be done. But... Um, and then uh, after that, we and so our this just for listeners out there, just know this summer we're going to have a lot of stuff still going on. But... In all the bids that said they have to be done by August 1st so we can have school ready to go so we're not in active construction sites in construction sites when school gets started yeah this is so at the beginning of next year we'll be substantially done with uh, you know yeah the 712 building um the performing arts center might be kind of pushing a little bit into the school year yeah well it should be done okay um so it should be done. yeah right it should yeah. be it should be done um okay. it won't be done by the time school's out but it'll be done for when school starts next year so okay. good i can't which wait is to, what we need can't wait to see the kids in there yeah and then i guess we we did uh, approve a whole bunch of policies yeah that was what 300 pages yeah. of the of our board packet yeah it was so, literally 300 pages but, but most no substantial changes in all those policies they no were legal, updates, legal updates yeah, legal and, updates and we and we selected not to put in the policies on like drug testing because we don't do it right. and uh, uh, school uniforms because we don't have them uh so yeah. you know we don't just automatically approve all the, the policies that come through we we make sure that we tailor them to what we do and uh, for well, instance, we, we'll make sure that those policies are ones that and, we want to do. And they're ones that we want to yeah, do. Yeah, not just rubber stamp them. Right. So, you know, there is a committee that goes through each and every one of those, and it is, it's, a, it's a long thing. And then, finally, the, the board did approve a school calendar for next year. 
Um, and so, or I'm sorry, I had it presented to, it'll be approved for next month. Hopefully. Yes. Um, I think it looks like a good calendar. Yeah. Would, so, so everybody out there listening, you'd start basically August 15th, 16th. Yeah. Uh, and we'd have some nice long breaks in the middle of the year and get out by Memorial day, uh, as long as the weather permits yeah. and, and allows that to happen. So, uh, well that we're at our 20 minute, uh, maximum. So we make sure we keep all our listeners riveted each time we meet. So, uh, our next board meeting is when? I don't know. Oh, the second Tuesday, second Monday, Monday. of every yes. month. Yeah. So that's March 14th. Okay. Um, so the second Monday of every month, unless there's a holiday, uh, is always a board meeting. So except for Valentine's day, we will, be that's not a holiday. <laughs> that's a card day. That's Hallmark making a holiday. Uh, so yeah, if it's a legal holiday, we don't have it, but, um, uh, the next one will be March 14th, uh, at which time we will be looking at, uh, hopefully approving formally the seven period day, the elementary building schedules, um, high school credit recommendation, the Latin honor system. We may, uh, we'll put the building start times on there to be voted on, but you know, that can still wait a month if we still need to get some more information. Um, and then we'll also have bids for the, uh, 940 building for the Bright Futures Administrative Center there. Excellent, that's exciting too. So uh, this month there'll be a lot more uh, activity. Uh, you know, I don't know that it'll be as long a meeting as it need, you know, as this last one was, because there was just a lot of information to put out there, but um, you know, we still have a lot going on and, and we'll continue to have a lot going on, but as the weather gets warmer and people get outside, you know, the, the meetings start to get a little bit shorter because that's just the nature of how the meetings work in the spring. They're a little longer and then in the summer they're shorter. So. Uh, anything else for the for the listeners for today? No, till next time. All right, till next time, which will be March. So uh, by the next time we talk, it'll be a lot warmer out, and maybe we'll even have baseball. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be spring. All right. All right. Bye.